we should uh make like our um viewers listeners pick the next game and even if nobody picks one we could just be like and we just want to throw a shout out to fucking raymond johnson for picking fucking spider-man 2 <laughs> and we both got <laughs> ps5s now <laughs> thanks for sending them in buddy Welcome back to 321 Backlog, the video game podcast where we sit down and talk about games from our backlog. My name is Alec and I'm joined by my wish.com version of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, James. Good morning. You smell what James is cooking? How you doing, dude? Uh, I'm doing all right. You feeling good this morning? You, uh, We just got done eating. We, we had breakfast together. Got done. I'm still chowing down, bro. I mean, I could still eat, but I'm not going to. It's beautiful, dude. It's cold today. Yeah, man. We uh, we got up. We used the uh, once a, one week of the year uh, usage of our fireplace I here in Florida. One week of the year usage of sweatpants. There you go. <laughs> it's nice. Though. Yeah, it's actually. It's, I, I I walked outside a, a couple minutes ago to grab something out of the car, and it's not that cold outside. It was cold this morning, but it's not. It's um. It was warming up quick. Yeah, it's like. 70 no way it's 59 here okay that may have been an exaggeration i felt it felt nice i'll say that it did not feel cold i do love how every time i check the weather for tomorrow it's like oh it's gonna be a high of it said 63 and yeah. now it says a high of 66 it's always warmer than they anticipate they always tell you it's gonna be cold and it's always warmer so yeah thanks a lot yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's low 60s here Good old Florida winter. Yeah, man. The humidity is what gets you. That's what they always say, right? It's the humidity. Yep. Video games? Video games. Speaking of humidity, what? What are we talking about today? This was a very humid game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wasn't that in that red area? So we're talking about one of your picks. I forget which one we're on. We're on number three in the season of James. Our good old pals are back from Annapurna, and uh, nope, just just Annapurna. We are talking about Cocoon. Cocoon is a 2023 puzzle adventure game developed by Geometric Interactive and published by Annapurna Interactive. The player controls a beetle that can hop between worlds, solving puzzles to unravel the universe's mysteries. The game was released in September of 2023 for Nintendo Switch, PS4 and PS5, and Windows Xbox One and Series X and S. Yeah, this is a weird, so this is a weird thing. So I was looking, I was putting in the notes for the game info and Annapurna, who did Stray, was the publisher for it, but yeah. it was, dis, like, used the designer of Limbo and Inside. 
Okay. It definitely has more of an inside limbo vibe than, than yeah. Annapurna. There's no cats in this game, actually. Not that I saw. Bullshit. No cats whatsoever. So, Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It was fine with me. This game came out September 29, 2023. So this is the newest game, I think, that we've played on our podcast. I think this yeah. is like the... the, the from release date, one of the new... Well, Sea of Stars was also pretty up there. Maybe we right. beat that one a little bit. This was on... I guess it was on my backlog, but I kind of thought it was on both of ours because I know you really enjoyed the series, so I put both. I thought this was a mutual thing. I think once you... Because I think you found it first and then told me about it, and it was kind of in the back of my in my mind, uh, but I hadn't really put any thought towards it, so it probably would have gone in the backlog eventually. Yeah, because you you enjoyed, you know, the other. Well, you enjoyed the Annapurna game too. Straight, yeah, for sure. Yeah, as well as Limbo and Inside. This game got a nine out of ten on IGN, a ten out of ten on Steam, and an eighty-eight on Metacritic. Wow. Disagree. Well, I, I we're I mean we're going to talk about it, but I was lost through the majority of it, and spoilers, I didn't finish it because I'm not that smart. Like, the puzzles in this game, holy shit. Yeah, this game was, well, I guess you want to just fuck get right into it then. I think I think, I think think we can get right into it. This, cool. this one is going to be interesting for me because... Did you play this on a mouse and keyboard, you son of a bitch? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I tried and then realized that it, it wasn't working, so no, I had to... Controller uh, game, for sure. Yeah, controller for sure. But um, <laughs> it, it's an interesting game because it, it's, it's 100% puzzles... And they get increasingly more difficult. Uh, story beat, I have no idea what we're going to talk about there. But the, uh, it, yeah, it was just puzzles for days, man. Yeah. So this this game was not a platformer at all. This game was just puzzles. You played it on, your, it says your PC and Steam, so you just played on PC? Yeah, yeah, I plugged the controller in, yeah. Man, you really aren't using that Steam Deck anymore. You know, I thought about I thought about using it. It's it's the reason I got the Steam Deck was for travel, and I've I've slowed my travel down heavily, so I haven't really busted it out. It probably has a bunch of updates that I need to do. I just, dude, I feel like for me, it's I like playing it at home though, but I I don't like isolating myself in here. I like to play. You know, it's really for me. Like I love playing right before I go to bed. Like in bed, I'll play yeah. a video game or. Well, imagine, imagine My, you playing Miles Morales on my back porch with the dogs. Well, imagine instead of you know your dogs just sitting and and you know trying to take a snooze or snipping at the grass or something, you you bring out the Steam Deck and they immediately lunge for it and try to pull it out of your hands. I so, put them down. You have dogs. I have children. <laughs> so whoops. That that's I think why I I can't I can't justify having that out. Yeah, because if I if I set it down to you know, for any length of time, he lunges for it. And you have to put it on docked mode and um, play like two player co op games with him with the boy. Yeah, I I have a couple ideas. So I I want to play Untitled Goose Game at some point. <laughs> right, it's like it's co op and and uh, I think it's fun. Okay. So yeah, that's that's why I don't get as much use out of it anymore. It was yeah, I, I got it for a very specific reason, and that reason has kind of slowed down. So in a couple of weeks, I'll be going over to Texas for a training class. In two weeks, so I'll get some use out of it there. Okay, so I'll try to pick a good Steam Deck game. Yeah, for that time period for you. All right. <laughs> 
All right, so let's let's try and keep on track with what we've been doing. So graphics and art, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I get, I don't know why I gave it a nine out of ten, but I gave it an eight. You know, it's yeah. low poly. Uh, it, it just I, I I've I've realized looking at my notes again, I have put the word interesting like seven times. It's <laughs> just it's just a weird game, dude. Like I don't know if you're like a bug or. A, a, a warrior that has wings on his armor or something. I don't quite understand what it is you are, but it was interesting for sure. Yeah, in regards to the graphics, the it was very low poly, you put that, but like yeah. very bland looking, like almost like hand-drawn looking yeah. through everything. But anything to do with the worlds as an external component... You get these globes, they're like orbs, and you can jump inside of them, and it's an entire world inside of it. That's one of the big mechanics of the game. Anything involving those was very beautiful. Like yes, the little, like you pick one up, and it's just this beautiful, vibrant green color. You put it into a thing, and then it allows you to go into the orb. Like There's like a, a device you can put it in, and the whole ground turns that color. Or mm-hmm. anytime you activate the orb's power depending on which orbit you have, whatever color, there's different powers that they have. Those were very vibrant and they really stood out. So that was nice. I guess that's a nine out of 10 because that in contrast to the backgrounds was like really, really beautiful. I get that. But I think the setting of the game, which we don't really ever discuss, I think the setting was pretty fucking ugly. Yeah, it was... It was confusing because I didn't quite understand what was going on, and I think that's what what got me. (laughs) Not from this, not from this uh, writer, designer. Yeah. What about our sound quality? I I gave it a little bit better of a of a score than you. What happened? It wasn't memorable at all. Yeah, I don't really remember many much uh, music or anything, but mm-hmm. they were definitely playing into the um, like atmospheric sound effects. And every time you interact with anything, their the sound that they chose to go with it was very otherworldly and yeah. very very strange and alien. And Would you I say thought it was they, interesting. It, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> so I, uh, I I did I did like the different sound effects and things that were accompanying all the uh, movement and mechanics that we had <laughs> in the game. So I did I did like that. Yeah, it was just I don't know. I guess for sound quality, like I expect things to be a little more memorable like nobody nobody would buy the soundtrack to this game yeah it was fine it was it was good there was every once in a while something would happen and there was like a really cool sound effect but i don't know it wasn't it just didn't stand out to me you could have played the game on mute and it wouldn't have made any difference unlike limbo where there there were like sound components to it right um yeah no voice acting at all I, i i put na not applicable Yep. North American, naturally aspirated, not applicable. So I guess the, and there's no storyline to this game. I just put LOL for the storyline. Yeah. If there is one, it's extremely abstract. Yeah. I bet there's some Reddit post where there's a guy breaking it the fuck down though. Oh yeah. I, I, I did in, in, as the puzzles got more difficult, I did have to call on a walkthrough and I ended up finishing the last hour watching him and he he same thing is like I have no idea what this is all about, so mm-hmm. you know yeah. <laughs> let me know. And uh, it's it's definitely definitely abstract. Yeah. So I guess this really is all of this whole game is all about mechanics and gameplay. For sure. And I see you put a lot of notes in for that. Yeah, I I didn't know what where to start because 
you know, trying trying to describe like how the how a puzzle worked out of context. I was like, you oh, know, they, what yeah. what, are, what, are, what are we even going to do here? So, you know, if I, I would say if you like puzzles like that are dumb, that really convoluted, <laughs> bug based, multi dimensional. Yeah, damn, that's yeah. actually a really good description of it. That's it a is. deep description. Yeah, Dude, I put okay, so so. so when, when, when I where I where I stopped, I got stuck on one. What's the solution? And you essentially had to do like the whole like Russian nesting doll type thing with the orbs. So you have to take one orb, go into a different world, drop that off, then do the same thing where you put your third orb into the orb that you just put into a different world, and like stack them up that way, and then. Then you, he did this weird like inception thing where you were in one of the globe worlds, but then within that had the option to go basically grab the orb that you were currently in, which hasn't been possible, and then use that within itself. So it was this weird like, yeah, at some it, point it, it I lost so, track of so what I was doing because yeah. there was so much. Yeah, it was a little convoluted with that. I remember, I think I know the area you're talking about because you're holding, I want to say you're holding a green orb that you can clearly see has an orange orb in it, but then you're there's an orange orb next to it. And it's like, I don't really know if this makes right. sense. Yeah, you were you I was in the green the green world, right? So I'm yeah. inside of the orb, but then in that through different placement i could then go while i'm in the green orb go grab and use the green orb which shouldn't be possible so it was it was very strange and yeah. very uh mind bending boggling yeah boggling would be better yeah yeah it was pretty it pretty was crazy. very puzzling quite puzzling so, jesus this makes for terrible content dude yeah so, these orbs are worlds, essentially. They have different, like the green one was lush. There was water. There was plants and shit. There's an orange one that was like very desert-like. There was a purple one that was, I don't fucking know. What was the purple one? I don't remember what the white one was either. Yeah, the purple four one worlds, was like. Four orbs. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know. They all had powers too. You could use them in the other worlds to activate certain things. Like there were platforms you could activate with the green one. There was a, you could shoot with the white one. Right. If you're holding it. And then this opens a lot of possibilities because you could like shoot into one world using the white orb and then activate something in the green world. If you have everything lined up and positioned properly, it's really convoluted. It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's, it was a lot more fluid than we can possibly make it sound through a description, but it was just, it was a unique concept, but I, I didn't enjoy the more complicated it got. I feel like if they stayed at three orbs instead of four, it would have been better. Three was yeah. a good number. Yeah. When they put a fourth one in, I was like, oh, cool. One orb that's going to do everything right No, It was like a whole new mechanic. And, um, yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Once we got all three, once we got the initial three and then found the white one, I definitely yeah. thought it was going to be like a, we're going to start using one orb to do multiple mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. So did and I. that's, yeah. and that's not, that, that one, is not on, the direction dude. they went. One so, orb to rule them all. <laughs> so there were boss fights. I, I, I liked that a lot. So yeah. yeah, moving away from the, the puzzles themselves. There, there were boss fights that I thought were really, really fun. 
Yeah. And the character models on those were also really, really cool as well. Yeah. Uh, what do they call Like material design bugs. Yeah. Everything was very like insectoid and like alien looking. Yeah. Like an alien insect alien race. Right. Right. So did you have a favorite one? Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, I did. I that was in my notes too. I I was gonna ask what your favorite orb mechanic was and your favorite boss, but we'll do boss first. My favorite boss was the one where you, it's the purple orb and you can switch places with it. Yeah. So it's like that a circular fun. circular map, and this boss will do things to attack you. He always chases you, but you can trade places with the orb at any time. So you try to lure him into essentially damage him by luring him in and then switching last second. And yeah, that was my favorite one. It was also kind of kind of tough. Not not really. I mean, I think it took me two, three tries maybe. Yeah. But it was the the best boss fight. My least favorite was the one I, I don't even know if you really consider it a boss fight, but it's the white orb one where you have to like shoot the diamonds in the sky. Oh yeah, I don't like that. that was I hated awful. that. Once I got the hang of it, it was like I had the timing perfectly. But like I had to, there would be like a thing that would be blocking your shot. And then when you shoot, it would change. So you would line it up to shoot and then it would block your shot anyway. So you just had to do opposite of what seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. Wasn't complicated, but I didn't enjoy that. And I was like, because it gave you like two, like two tries. If you miss the second, if you miss once, you get one more, which it doesn't tell you. It seemed like it was a little abstract every time. It was also timed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you had a timer running too. Like so if you didn't shoot fast enough or, you know, yeah. it would it would you would start to see the giant bug get frustrated. Would you agree are those your favorite and least favorite too? Uh no, I actually liked the the circle one you described was pretty good. I did the 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 least favorite I'll agree with you. The one I liked was I think it was the one right before yours possibly in the green world where you had to you ended up like flying, so you like yeah. popped out a this like bulb of something, and it kind of like floated you in the air, like with water, like, like a water. Yeah, jet or it was like like a water yeah. jet. Yeah, and then you would dodge stuff and then slam down uh, on the enemy. So I, I liked that one. I think it was the one right before yours. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what the red boss was at all. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I don't either. If it if not for the bosses in this game, it would have been a terrible game. But there was something burrowing, I think, in the first. Oh one. yeah, that kind of sounds familiar, but I think it's yeah. wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, it would. It sent. I think the thing you burrowed was the thing you could damage it with, and it was like flying around, and it would send like uh, small flying creatures after you. Who cares? That's, that sounds right, but I it's I, I see what you mean about like not memorable. Yeah. I mean, everything from like the first like hour of the game, I can't remember a damn thing about it. Yeah. I watched like a little bit of somebody explaining how to get the secret ending and stuff. And because there's a secret ending to the game, but. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it made no, it literally made no sense to me at all. But I did watch a little bit of that and they showed some of the footage from the very beginning of the game. I played this game in essentially three short sittings. Yeah. But. There was like so much shit that happens in the very beginning of the game that I had already forgotten about. Like there's like a platform you walk on and it like opens up and it's like bug looking and it like opens wings up and like climbs up on a thing for you so you can walk up a ledge. Completely forgot that happened. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. It wasn't necessarily, it wasn't memorable at all to me, the whole game. It, it, not like the way that Limbo and Inside were. Right, right. I, I, Especially I didn't, Inside. For the puzzles I could manage mentally, I, I did like the act of playing. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible by any means, like, but yeah, it, it is very hard to recollect most of it because it all kind of blended together because you're going in and out of these worlds constantly. Yeah. And they all start to like really just blend together is the only thing I can really, really say about it. So yep. trying to remember how to differentiate them is, is a bit difficult. I think the easiest differentiation is probably the mechanic. That's really like, so right. did you have a favorite mechanic to play with? I did like the purple because in, in the purple world, and I can't remember really what the, the general theme was. It was like icky. <laughs> yeah. It was, just but it gross. had it, it had looked all like these, very parasite like. Yeah, it had all these balls that were like sprouting oh. out of the ground everywhere. But every time you grabbed one, it the the ball changed to the orb of that realm. But you yeah, so you'd have to navigate getting through by like placing the orb down and going somewhere else, and then picking up one of these things and it like transported the orb to you, right. and you'd have to like. So it was very, very much about like placement and remembering where you were in relation to the, the actual orb itself. And there were different like world hazards and puzzles that would like change how you had to go about utilizing that like switcheroo kind of thing. So uh, I did like that. That one, there were some that were difficult, but it was manageable. And I did, I, in that, that said, I did like the, the orange platforms like moving those around and yeah, those like orange platforms reminded me of like Lego toys. When I was a kid, there right. were like these translucent, transparent, bright orange pieces of plastic, basically orange plexiglass yeah, 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 yeah. that would be like windshields or something like that for Lego spaceships. And that reminded right. me of it so much. Uh, hmm. I don't know. It was visually very appealing. Yeah. But I like the purple one best. Yeah. I think I liked the, even though I said I didn't really remember much about the white one and I felt like the white one was unnecessary, I liked the shooting mechanic because it it really introduced like some pretty insane puzzles, which for better or for worse, there was one where you have to put one world inside of another world inside of another world and then line everything up and then shoot at something to make it bounce off of something. Then you have to put the the worlds inside, like the Russian doll orbs to grab it and carry it and launch it in midair to catch the shot that got yeah. fired yes. and then run over and grab it and then use it to open a door. That was, I figured that puzzle out on my own somehow, <laughs> but I got stumped. I think it was just knowing that that mechanic existed. And once I learned that through a YouTube video, uh, yeah. I was then able to kind of piece it together, but I liked that a lot. That was kind of neat. There were also, we're just going to fucking veer off here. Also, like the ancients you could collect. I saw in your achievements, yeah. you collected a couple of them. Yeah. They were cool looking because they were all different. And then in the white world, like in the very final world where the the big door that you have to open, they would all they were all there on display. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. So if you cap, if you rescued or found enough of them, I guess it might maybe would do something. But I don't think it was really. And I think they were called moon ancients. Yeah. As a collectible. So. Yep. I'm not really sure if these, if that was like alluding to these being like planets or 
moons or celestial bodies. So, so that... I think they were planets. And then I feel like I'm going to make this game way more deep than it is. But I think that like maybe they were what originally watched over some of the planets or some planets. Because right. when you meet all of the bosses, they are standing outside of the world. And then they give yes. you the world and then they go inside of it to try to protect it or something. Huh. They always give you the world and then go into it. Right. And then, so I wonder if the moon ancients, because moons surround worlds or planets. I wonder yeah. if moon ancients were like original bugs that would. Like guardians or something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Could I'm making I, The creator of this game is like, oh my God, that's fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They figured it out. You know, he's like, dude, I wish I thought of that. That's fucking smart. But yeah, so there there was that. But otherwise, there wasn't really a lot of like achievement hunting for this game. This yeah, is it was be a boring yeah, it was... episode. I'm sorry for anybody listening. Yeah, I I think I but but again, I will say I think this is another one of those games where playing it I think is is much more enjoyable. Yeah, than there's not like, a storyline. Really yeah, trying to, to like talk through it. It's more of a you have to you have to kind of like sit through it. I do wish they would have. One shortened it down, kept it to three, but also played around more with those puzzles where you had to do more of like a like a platforming aspect, where the one you described, where you had yeah, to like wait like for a time to be shot thing. and then bounce it over. Yeah, actually, do some more of that. So you're you're actually having to exercise your controller control, you know, of, of the right. character that you have, rather than just go go place that thing there and make sure you're getting things in a, in a correct order, actually have like a, a difficulty to it rather than just brain power. Yeah. It was not a mechanically challenging game. It was only, right. Right. Uh, mentally challenging. Yes. Yeah. So, but, um, I don't think there's much else to really, there, say. Re there really isn't. This yeah. is going to be probably our shortest, uh, shortest main episode. What? Well, I guess. So the ending, the it kind of basically what the moth gets huge yeah so, you end like, up like the moth evolving. kind of evolves into yeah. like what similar like he looks like he will be a boss similar to the yeah, he and does, he controls he all of them and then it looks like they maybe he makes them bigger into actual worlds right planets that we yeah make, it does you know? it does the, like this cinematic of you like going out and you can see all the different worlds and the the, the orbs are now bigger so you can see it's like you're supposed to be able to see what's on the world itself in more detail and very, that was actually visually kind of cool. Uh, but as far as like what the meaning is, no idea. I don't know. It, it was like all of my favorite things about the only things I liked about this game all in like one little cutscene. It was just like big, vibrant colors on a black background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get an OLED TV. You'll appreciate it more. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's it, right? Yeah, I think it is. I'm, I'm really, yeah. It was. I, I definitely, definitely, definitely. If you have not played this game, go try and find it and and play through it. Or don't. If, if you if you like, well, no. I, I think if you like puzzles, it's a puzzle game Fuck more yeah. so than any game we've played before that had any puzzle aspect. Have you played any other any other game puzzle like games that you've played that are in this vein? No, not really, dude. I mean, not that I can think of. I know like the Legacy of Kane series has a lot of puzzles, but it has action too. Right. It has puzzles in the same way that like God of War did. I got gotcha. you. You know, like little things to break it up, but yeah. not really. I'm generally not a big fan of puzzle 
specific games at all. Right. I I don't know. So what about you? You got any any that you that this reminds you of? It's Not pretty really. It is, it is quite unique. I I wouldn't like if they came out with like a Cocoon Two. I would consider giving it a try, Be, only because you know every time designers go and do a series of games, they'll typically learn something from the first time and make at the very least micro adjustments to maybe adjust some of the things they did in the first one. So I would like to see more games like this that are, you know, I'd like to see more of them, but I think this game definitely, if you couldn't genuinely figure it out on your own, you couldn't continue to play. So I think maybe dialing back the complexity of some of these and adding more of those character movement mechanics where you're having to like do different jumps and and all that, adding more of that in, I would definitely give it a try if if they could figure it out. But I don't know. This one, I think uh, it's, I'm glad we checked it off the list. Yeah, I'm glad it's checked off and we don't have to visit it again. It's already uninstalled (laughs) off my Steam Deck. Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) Had to to make more space on my two terabyte hard drive, dude. Yeah, this thing was what, like a gigabyte? (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't big. It wasn't very big at all. Yeah, it wasn't worth keeping either. It was fine. I don't know. It was it was not difficult enough where I would say like nobody could play it. But I think like I think anybody could have figured this out over time. Right. Right. But I don't know. It was a little yeah. It was unique. It was very it's one of a kind, guys. It's very special. Yeah. Very special. All right. So that ends our general discussion. Uh and I think we've also gone over our final thoughts for that game. So yeah, four out of five. What is our next game? Of, this is our of fourth season, one from the season of James. No, this is number three. So you're about okay. to tell us what number four is. What did I do? Sea of Stars, Far Cry, and Cocoon. Okay. Yep. So I'm expecting you to go back and find a certain sound clip for this, but I'm gonna pick God of War Ragnarok. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you said like. I'll let you pick the next five games, and for the love of fucking Christ, you better pick God of War or something <laughs> along the lines of that. No, so, I think I said if you don't pick it, it's gonna oh, be on. So help you God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I oh, wanted God. to play it. I just I needed to f- like it's it's a I have to play it. I can't play it on my deck. Right. Actually, there is apparently a way to be able to stream PlayStation Four and Five video games to the Steam Deck, yeah. similar to like a Backbone, okay. but um. So there is a way, but yeah, I, uh, I wanted to make sure I had time to set aside. So that's kind of why I picked cocoon since I knew it was going to be a shorter game. Yeah. And, um, this one, we, we've all been excited about it. It looks like if it's anything like the other God of war game, it's a game that takes place in the fucking cold and it's super cold here. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. It's going to be good. So no, that'll be good. I've, uh, I've already gotten maybe an hour not not even an you hour said 20 into minutes it. earlier you I know not not even an hour yet so that'll that'll be fun to get it on so the only thing I'm a little frustrated about is it's not going to be on PS5 so I got it on PS4 same and yeah yeah I don't know man I just still can't justify a PS5 with the cost like the cost of it's very expensive yeah. and there's like two games that are exclusive Spider-Man being one of them maybe yeah. there's another one but I don't know yeah, I'm hoping 2024, I'm hoping this year I'm going to get one because there are a lot of exclusives that are coming out, Spider-Man 2 included in this, that I really want to uh, really want to play. Yeah. So, God of War. Right on. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. 
So, all right, I think that's going to do it here for us. We um, we're going to let you guys go. Be sure to check us out, linktr.ee/321backlog, and go and check out all of our stuff there. Uh, that's going to do it for us. God of War Ragnarok. Let's get it done. Let's get it done, boy. Boy. Here boy. we go. All right, guys. See you.